0: Listening to Tom and Bach on 937 The Ticket and the
1: Ticketfm.com. Welcome back. It is Tom and Bach. It's Wednesday, and that's the day we nominate. Actually, you nominate somebody to win something really cool from Beatrice Bakery. Uh, we're looking for you to nominate, you know, just somebody who needs a lift. Or just you know somebody that maybe just could use a little recognition, a nonprofit group, a friend. Uh, their cakes, their desserts from Beatrice Bakery. Go to BeatriceBakery.com to check that out. Perfect for the holidays, uh, by the way.
2: Who doesn't but, want some cake?
1: All right, it's it's awesome. Um, the cakes are absolutely amazing. We've tasted them all, and uh, sometimes. We'll taste them just to let people know that they're great uh, because they are great. Uh, My favorite is the Lemon Drop, but they have uh, pineapple macadamia nut. They have uh, turtle nut cake. They have uh, all sorts of great fruitcakes. And I'm not a fruitcake fan, uh, but their fruitcakes are absolutely amazing. Uh, But just go to the top of theticketfm.com and nominate your someone. Um, And we'll deliver it. You don't have to do anything other than just nominate them. Uh, and fill out the card there. It's it's brief. It takes just a few seconds to do so. And uh, we'll deliver some,
2: some goodies to somebody that deserves it. Between Bat- Beatrice Bakery, us, and you, we'll bring a smile to someone's yeah. day. That's right. We uh, need your help. Well put, Bach. Uh,
1: we do need your help. College football playoff, um, there was a shift. I mean, uh, as expected, we knew that Michigan and Ohio State was basically a playoff game. And it turned out to be. So the new rankings include Georgia at number one, Michigan at number two, Alabama has moved up to number three, and then you've got, or moved down, actually. Weren't they second? And then uh, you've got Cincinnati at number four. Do you expect it to stay that way, Bach,
2: uh, after championship Saturday? Uh, No, obviously you're going to have some movement after the SEC championship game. Um, And I I think that... You know, I think all of us are kind of leaning in towards Georgia. Alabama's really been struggling offensively, so Georgia should be able to win that game. Um, I I think Cincinnati's going to get in. How much movement, though, will there be if Alabama wins? If Alabama wins,
1: Georgia's still in. I mean, there'll be movement, but you would think Georgia will still be in, right? Yeah. Georgia's still going to be in. If Alabama loses, I think they're out. They have to be out. The interesting thing for me is what happens with Oklahoma State playing Baylor if Oklahoma State beats Baylor they're going to have a discussion even if even if Alabama beats Georgia I think there's going to be a discussion I mean does because I think I think what will happen with the Oklahoma State beating Baylor they would have beaten two top 10 teams in a row right they beat Oklahoma last week yeah they will beat uh, they'll beat Baylor if they do win that game again That's, in my mind, that's a better resume than Cincinnati, even if Cincinnati beats Houston
2: in the AAC championship game. Yeah, I think Cincinnati, if they get in, it's going to be at number four, um, basically, regardless of what happens. So that'll match them up with Georgia, who they had a pretty good bowl matchup with last year, actually. Uh, Georgia barely won that game. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's what we're headed toward. Um, You know, it is feasible that Oklahoma State loses, and, you know, and the Alabama thing still happens, and then Notre Dame would probably get in. Um, um without a head coach though the Iowa uh, athletic director who's uh, head of the uh college football playoff table the uh, Gary Barda, said yeah. that they would factor in the fact that Notre Dame doesn't have their head coach Brian Kelly right now so Brian Kelly might have hurt his yeah. team and certainly has hurt his team's chances to get to the college football playoff um because of you know leaving uh, leaving off for for the LSU job so yeah, that's, that's interesting and it almost opens up the idea because if because Notre Dame's co- kind of always the backup option. Yeah. If they don't feel comfortable putting in a team without their head coach, then you go back to the Alabama two-loss team, the Ohio State two-loss yeah. team. So I mean it's cuz you're running out. So a two-loss team could get in if if Georgia beats Alabama um and and you know, you have a little bit of chaos. If Michigan loses, right? If Michigan loses, maybe Cincinnati loses. Yeah,
1: Cincinnati could lose. Um I mean, I always root for chaos. In this case, I kind of want Cincinnati to be in I, I want, kind of want Oklahoma State to be in. You want Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Oklahoma State. Is that what you're hoping I'd, for? I'd be happy with that. I, yeah. I don't want Alabama. I don't right. want Alabama in. I don't think they're deserving. Heck, if Auburn would have found a way to just kneel at the end of that game with a 10-point lead, uh, a 10-3 lead at that time, they win that game. Alabama, yeah, they drove 97 yards. That was impressive, nice, uh, and probably the moment, the Heisman moment for Bryce Young in that uh, in that game. But in my mind, they lo- kind of lost that game, and Auburn gave it away. Um, but you know, I guess, I guess luck is involved to a certain degree in any college uh, football national championship. Nebraska had it with the you know the kicker, uh, the kick yeah. six, uh, basically.
2: So. Well if Alabama wins this year and I don't think they will um, but if they did win they, you're, you're not confusing them with Alabama teams of past they're not they're not a great yeah. Alabama team yeah. just because they'd have to slide by so many of opponents yeah. um, so I mean I, I again I don't think it could happen but I mean usually there's gonna be one upset right it's it's yeah. usually not chalk um, so you know between Georgia Michigan even maybe sits in like you said Oklahoma State yeah. you know I I think there's a, a solid chance for for Notre Dame to get in there
1: yeah. I think I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance for Notre Dame. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. I again, I usually root for mayhem, and I'm rooting for Alabama to get beat. That's not really mayhem. I mean, that's just uh, what's expected. Uh, we all expect Georgia, who's a six and a half point favorite, to win that game. But you never know. Um, it will be interesting to see what happens if you have a few of these teams uh, like Oklahoma State. I, th- I think they're they're a really big deal here. If they if they win that game over Baylor. I don't know how you keep them out of the top four, uh, with that resume. Uh, they're, they're a really good football team and they've done it from the defensive side this year. Not what you'd expect with Oklahoma state offensively, even though they did win a shootout a little bit, uh, 37, 33 versus Oklahoma. Um, but, uh, I do want to mention this as well. Nebraska, uh, might have a running back problem. We'll see. Marvin Scott has announced that uh, he is in the transfer portal. Uh, He entered the portal along with uh, Sevian Morrison, of course, who previously announced his intention, um, what, last week? Mm -hmm. So now you've got Marvin Scott uh, joining him in the transfer portal. It's not like you're losing a ton of carries or a ton of yards. He ran 17 times for 66 yards this year, two TDs. He also had one catch for nine yards. Um, But it does make you wonder, you know, I thought Savion Morrison might be the answer. I thought he was going to eventually win that job. He didn't. Um, it was Ramirez Johnson, who was the, really the fourth or fifth guy on the depth chart coming out of fall camp. That was a big shocker that nobody took hold, as Scott Frost wanted them to do, take hold of that running back position and win it. Um, it ultimately became Ramirez almost by default. Uh, but then he got injured late in the season, and – you had a little bit of uh, Marquis Stepp. You had a little bit of Savion Morrison. You had some, mostly Ramir Johnson, who kind of became your lead back. Um, but all of it, you know, basically happened after Gabe Irvin got injured. I, I wonder how it would have worked out if Gabe Irvin had stayed injury-free. Yeah, He's probably he's probably your dude. He does come back next year. Marquis Stepp will, I'm guessing, come back next year. And that leaves Ramir, Gabe Irvin, Marquis Stepp. And Jacquez And Jacquez Um who's the
2: walk-on who probably will end up getting the scholarship at some point. And he looks to me, at least at this point, at the highest ceiling of all of them. Uh, if he can, if he can rein that in, so um, I, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised. Marvin Scott didn't figure to be too much of a, of a factor in the running back room moving forward. No. It's just interesting to see their strategy because they have a crowded be- running back room now um, with Ramir, Yant, Irvin, and Steph. That's a, that's a solid group. That's, uh, that's all had their, their carries and their time here. Um, you know, they're separate, kind of being the top running back in the room at a certain time here. But, um, are they? Do you have your, your stud there? Do you want to go to the portal and try to find a stud? Do you, is, that, is that one of the positions? I mean, because there's so many positions they're going to have to go to the portal to. Or do they think, you know what, that running back room is pretty solid. I think we can work with it. Well, you got to fix the offensive line. So, you know, I don't
1: think it's all running back uh, issues as far as Nebraska is concerned. Nebraska finished 47th of the nation in rushing average at 180 yards per game. They averaged point yards per game. Actually, a nice piece written by a BC of Husker 24-7 breaking some of this stuff down. So appreciate that. But in 2018, of course, Nebraska had its last 1,000-yard rusher. Um, That was Divina Zigbo, a a back that obviously Scott Frost did not recruit uh, and didn't even start playing until, you know, a little bit uh, full-time, a little bit into the season. But it's been that long since 2018 that Nebraska has come close to a 1,000-yard rusher. Um, and you're looking at that, that, uh, that crew of running backs and wonder if there's a Kenneth Walker in the group. Um, if there was, he probably would have shown himself by now. Uh, so maybe you do need to go to the portal. We've talked about, you know, reducing the carries. It was a conversation that we had going into this year. Like we can't have Adrian carrying the ball
2: all the time. He can't be your leading rusher. Well, he was your leading rusher. Oh, and what was the other idea? Or he'd get beat up and hurt. And what happened? And He got, he beat, got up. beat up and hurt. Yeah. Uh,
1: Adrian had 133 carries, 21 more than any running back on the roster. Uh, and we saw, even when Adrian goes out, Logan Smothers, 24 carries. This is a quarterback-dependent running game. Um, now, you can blame it on the offensive line, but it's it's kind of been that way.
3: Even in 2018 Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless chicken breasts for 2.49 a pound all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger less than 5 miles away or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details
1: you know the quarterback took a beating uh with the running game that's the one thing i want to see fixed is give me a running back give me an offensive line that can block for that running back and let's get another 1000 yard rusher oh yeah because this is quite frankly crap uh when your leading rusher is adrian at over 500 525 and then you drop down to ramir johnson and it's not even really close Uh, After that, Ramir had uh, 495 yards. Jacquez Yant had 294 yards. Marquis Step 177. Logan Smothers, 133. Gabe Irvin, 124. That's it. That that shouldn't be like that. I mean, I, I, I never thought it would be like that. Uh, coming from UCF with Scott Frost.
2: Oh, no. I mean, again, it's it's kind of the position players. You always thought the position players yeah. when Scott Frost came in um, from UCF that they would just love to get yeah. into this offense, and they've never been able to get a running back going, like yeah. you said, other than the second half of, of the first year under Frost. Yeah. So uh, it, it's disappointing. And it's, it's it's actually pretty impressive that despite not getting that sort of production from the running game, the yeah. traditional running game, that they're able to have the offensive numbers they are. They can manufacture a running game, um,
1: they, and it wasn't like they were terrible. They like fourth, fifth in the league, in, uh, and second in total offense. So they were able to have offensive output. Uh, but when you really needed it to extend, like, it wouldn't have been nice— you're leading twenty one six versus Iowa. And you just close out the game with a running game. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> that would have been Or those red zone problems where they just uh, can't push people. I mean Ramir did it a few times there toward late at the end of the season, uh, but for the most part the red zone struggles are a part of because they you know, you can't get the traditional running uh, game going, get three, four yards of pop down there. Uh, yeah. uh let's go
1: to the phone line, uh, the Honda of Lincoln hotline, actually, with Brian. Hi, Brian. Hey guys. One
0: thousand percent agree with everything you just said let's just look at the last two nebraska losses what did wisconsin do they ran the ball with the running backs not mm. the quarterback mm. what did iowa do they ran the ball with goodson look at michigan as when over ohio state what they do they ran the ball with the running backs there is no way, if they keep on this trajectory, whether it's Adrian Martinez, Logan Smothers, I don't care who the quarterback is. In terms of long-term sustainability over the course of the season, the quarterback's going to get beat up too much, and that leads to mistakes. And when you put that much around and on the quarterback, and that's where I will defend Adrian, or whoever the quarterback is for Nebraska, if they keep yeah. the same type of system, it, it's not going to work long term you can't compete consistently with that inept of a running game uh, at the running back position so they've got to get it figured out and if they don't it's just going to be continued tough sledding
1: thanks uh brian appreciate it and i'm not i'm not an advocate for going to the pro style statue statue of a quarterback I, i i still want to see guys like adrian uh or logan smothers that have athleticism But I don't want them carrying the ball twenty-four times a game, and I don't. As we mentioned, uh, Nebraska quarterbacks. It wasn't just Adrian. There were times when Luke was beat up and Noah was beat up. He had all three of them beat up at the same time because Nebraska was so dependent on the quarterback. And even without that, I mean, you have injuries. Iowa was dealing with their own injuries Mm -hmm. between uh, you know Petrus and Padilla. Um, All teams go through injuries, even without running their quarterback. You know, it's just uh, you just magnify it when you're, you're so dependent on the quarterback. Again, I want the elusive guy that I want Adrian to have. What was it early in the season? It might have been against Oklahoma. The seventy-five yard run was that the against yeah. Oklahoma the seventy-five yard run? Well, I think it was against Illinois. Was but he might have had
2: two. Oh, then, he that's had right. some two yeah. seventy-yard yeah. runs. Yeah, early. you're
1: right. Against you're right. I think it was against Illinois. Uh, I, I don't want to eliminate that, but that was just the pocket breaks down. He uses his feet to scramble and get yards. I'm all for that. Or buying time with his legs to extend the play to still throw it. I want that type of quarterback. I just don't want to be running them all the time.
2: But wasn't it the Purdue game where it was very obvious that Adrian was hurt and they didn't run any like yeah. quarterback run plays or design quarterback run plays? Yeah. And that didn't go well either because, I mean – that, that's what they've they've had to rely to do they don't want to run 20, 24 times a game either but in order to get the numbers that they've been able to get they, they have to because they don't have that push from the traditional running game so you know you kind of have to, yeah. to choose your battles there do you want to still have a prolific offense or do you want would you take a few more three and yeah. outs and and you know just just kind of setting yeah. things up and, and try to get that traditional run game going a little bit more with the idea being that long term throughout the season even though you're gonna have a three and out that serious instead of extending the drive with a quarterback putting your quarterback in in a bad place is that he'd stay healthy and that that maybe you'd have him all the you know everything um full go toward the end of the season and that's like you said not a guarantee either you could have you could not call any run plays and the same injury that hurt adrian could have happened because that was not a designed quarterback run yeah maybe there's a place for the two quarterback system in some way. I
1: mean, maybe a Logan's mothers runs your option and Heinrich Harburg gets a few rotating quarterbacks almost never works. Uh, I'm thinking more out loud right now. Uh, if you want to run the quarterback that much, maybe, you know, that's where I thought Luke could play a role with Adrian. If he were more accepting of being a wide receiver slash running back slash quarterback slash gadget quarterback, he wanted to be a quarterback. He wanted to be a full-time quarterback. Uh, I thought he would have been nice to you know, you move Adrian out to wide receiver. You have Luke take uh, you know, 10 snaps a game, either running or throwing the ball. And I think there's, there's an element to that that I really like. Uh, Nebraska is probably never going to do that. But uh, if you're going to run the quarterback that much, that's almost what you
2: need to do. I mean, they've, and, and teams will do that. I mean, Dylan McCaffrey's a, yeah. a good example yeah. of that over there at, uh, at Michigan where he'll come in and you know, they're going to run the ball. I mean, yeah. remember Blake bell, the bell yeah. dozer at Oklahoma. Yeah. He would have his packages. A lot of teams have that backup quarterback that specialized in running and you know, it's, it's coming. And then they go yeah. through it, you know, Minnesota five or six times a game. Minnesota yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. Down. They're going to pa- They're going to run. Yeah. And then very rarely they can get you on the play action with that yeah. because you expect, Hey, 15 out of 16 yeah. times, this guy's running. Uh, and then they get you. So. Uh, I, I think that they probably could try that, especially could have tried that maybe to take away some of the hits yeah. on Adrian and get Logan's speed out there on the field. But yeah. they were very hesitant. Like we said, yeah. that Purdue game, when they when you, they would not yeah. call quarterback run plays, um, and, and Adrian threw four picks and they still yeah. wouldn't put Logan in there. And I think in, in hindsight, now that we've seen that Logan uh, can run that offense yeah. against an Iowa-type defense, um, I think we would have rather at least seen a little bit of him in that game.
1: I'm hoping we with Jaques Yet is not one of those guys that jumps into the transfer portal. I don't think he will, because um, I think that that guy might have a future at Nebraska. I, I like what he provides, and I think he's more elusive than you know. He's not he's not uh, Braylon Allen. I don't think he's that good, uh, but he is really good and a, a guy that's a gifted runner and gives gives you a chance to gain yardage. You know. Uh, and get them two, three, four yards after contact. I, I would really like for Nebraska to go get that guy, um, but they've got a lot of things to fix. And offensive line, along with running back, uh, are among them. Let's get the break and come back with wingman. It's uh, Wednesday. Are you gonna you gonna do it in a country accent? Yeah, I'm gonna try to do it in a country accent. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we came up with this idea. We take a rock and roll song in most cases. Uh, but read the lyrics with a country accent. I don't know why we do it, uh, but we think it's entertaining, even if you don't. Uh, it's called Wingman, and it's What's the Hook Wednesday. We'll do it coming up next.
0: Download our app by searching 93.7, a ticket in your app store. To stay in touch and listen all day long, wherever you are, this is Tom and
3: Buck. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app.